Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my little darlings. I said, um, I'm just about to do the intro. Well, I'm doing the intro. This is the intro. This is it. This is as good as it gets. And lovely Ben, who you know produces it. I said, watch this. And then I realised I'd, I'd oversold this intro. But today is a day like no other. <laughs> It's your favourite podcast. Yes, it's Cuddle Club back for another episode. You lucky little bunnies, you pinch yourselves now. I had, and don't be jealous, but I had a lovely chat with Deliso Chaponda, and he is fantastic. You leave this podcast feeling very positive. He's such a nice, positive man, and he gave me some tips off air, as it will, as it were, as it will, as it does, as it is. Now, you might know Deliso from Britain's Got Talent. He made the final. We talk about that on the podcast because it is interesting, actually. And I forgive Amanda Holden for leaving Les Dennis, so it's quite a meaty episode. Oh, I'm Googling him and he's got a picture of him and a lady. Who is it? He's on Facebook with a lady. We do talk about ladies anyway. Um, Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do a podcast and just by the very nature of it, ladies come up. So I got my nose a little beacon and I asked him some questions. He's going on tour. He's on tour. Ah, he's on tour. But I'll tell you that we can find tickets at the end of the show. And this is the show. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello. How are you? Hello, Lou. Hello. You've got a really lovely voice. Did you know that? Oh, thank you so much. I, I love my voice, but I it is also the bane of my existence in that it's very lovely for stand-up comedy. Yeah. But it's not like macho. It's not good for like aggression. Oh. If ever I'm in a situation where I'm meant to be that kind of manly man, this is not the voice for it. Yeah. For bedtime story reading, perfect. <laughs> it could also diffuse the situation because if you were like, do you want to get tasty, mate? But you were like, do you want to get tasty but it could make them laugh and be more enamored you know it could that's very true where are you because you're not in your your house are you yes so i'm in a hotel because i'm doing a show for lincoln university was it mixed bill night or is it um just you it's mixed bill night so i sort of alternate between my tour shows and mixed bill nights yeah and that's my ideal way of doing it it's like being a sprinter and being a long distance runner and I wouldn't want to specialize it either because there's stuff you can do at one which you can't do at the other. So when you do a tour, you're doing a tour at the moment or, or you're just about to tour? Or by the time this goes out, you'll be touring? 
Yes, and it's called Apocalypse Not Now. It was written during the pandemic about the end of the world. And I love it. And you can really deep dive, but I don't do the kind of knob gags I might do in a mixed bill night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like having both sides of my creativity to have an outlet. Do you do, do 90 minutes with a break then? Yes, I do 45, little break, 45. Well, that is lovely, but then you've got to write 90 minutes and that seems like a bit much. I wrote two hours. I always feel you need to write too much and then you get to play a bit because let's say I've only written 90 minutes. I walk in and I do my first joke, which is slightly risque. And I realize this crowd does not go for risque. There's no way to go. Mm, so mm. it's always like you write too much and then there's a little bit of wiggle room. But how do you remember your stuff? How do you remember two hours worth of stuff? I've been a comedian for now, like 20 years. Right. And my brain knows that jokes are important. Yeah. So I remember all my jokes. No! I could do a joke which I wrote in 2005. If someone told no. me like, oh, you used to do a joke about like someone being reformed. It, it would come back because Whoa. I remember all the jokes. I don't remember directions. I don't remember where my keys are, but my brain knows jokes are important. Wow. I might have a little rethink about what I'm up to. Have you been asked too many times about Britain's Got Talent? I wanted to briefly talk about that, but I... No, 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 no. It's like, it's one of those things. It changed my life. So I'm always happy to talk about it. And like, what what was it like then? It was so much fun. Like when I went for the audition, I literally expected nothing. I did it so that I could get a nice video clip for corporates. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to yeah. get through, but I'll have a nice professional video. And then I went through and went so well. And it was because I wasn't expecting it or aiming for it. I was just having fun. It was absolutely such a delight. The whole wow. experience was a delight. The only bit which was hard was the actual final. Yeah. But until the final, I was just having fun. But no human being could not get super stressed when yeah. there's quarter of a million pounds on the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, as soon as you let go of stuff, it's so much easier to obtain. So much easier. It's like, if you don't want something, chances are you'll get it because you're not grasping for it. It's mad, isn't it? And it's that sort of game you have to play with yourself in that you've got to be like, okay, I want this, mm. but I've got to tell myself I don't want it. Are you quite clever? Very good education. I am overeducated. That sometimes seems like cleverness, but I went to really good schools. Mm -mm. And so how much is it my brain and how much is it I just went to the best schools? I went to really good schools in Kenya. Then I went to a school in Southern Africa in Swaziland, which is I still think possibly the best school in Africa. Oh. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. When I meet people who went to that school, it verifies what I thought because everyone I went to school is either like, I'm working for the UN or I'm chief immunologist. It was just like an overachiever creation. Wow. And it's also one of those things which make me realize that if all education was better, mm. you just have brilliant people coming up because it was nothing inherent about us. It was just the school was so good. If the government invested in education everywhere, then there wouldn't be such a disparity. You know, it's disparity. How do you say it? How do you say it? Disparity, I think. Exactly. You know, if I'd gone to a good school, I did actually go to a school. <laughs> Would you believe? I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? 
right, you ready for the quick fire round? I am ready for the cuddle club. It is intense, the quick fire round. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. You've done live telly. You can do anything. Was it live? It's not live. Yes, it's live. Fucking hell. Not all of it, but the second and third bit were live. I've done live. Okay. <laughs> okay. Michael Fassbender or EastEnders? Michael Fassbender. Okay. I've never watched EastEnders, so it has to be Michael Fassbender. It's got to be. You've whittled it down. And at the end of the day, it's Michael Fassbender. What's a man's favourite colour? A man or me? A man. A man's favourite colour is black. Is it black? Yeah. I think it is, you know, because... It is. When I wear colours, men are like... They don't care. When I wear black, they're like, oh, you look good. And you're like, well, it's just black. I mean, when we take out the science fiction and the action, The Matrix was made successful by black. Loads of black leather everywhere. Yeah. It's just so cool. It's not cool. My friend's apartment looks like a place where you would kill sex workers and he's got a black sofa, leather. It's just horrible. There's no personality. That's, That's but, true. You know, there's different things. Black can be very cool but not in a flat when that's the main colour, surely to God. This is true. What's your flat like? Or house? It's very well decorated, but I am not responsible. I got one of those furnished places and I've changed it so little. Oh, wow. No sense of feng shui. Like one point the landlord came by and was just like, you've not put up anything or moved anything. And I was like, well, it was so pretty. <laughs> and then the time it changed was when my mother visited yeah. and she brought in plants and things like that. But even so, it's now exactly how my mother left it. I, I do nothing. Wow. <laughs> you got no interest in that sort of stuff? No interest or aptitude. I would just ruin it. Wow. I, w- I was going out, well, seeing this guy once and his like flat looked like her hotel. Like it, it literally had a picture of a London bus. You know, it was like so hotelly. I said, "You've got to do something with this flat. It's so soulless and depressing." And he said, "Like what?" And I said, "I don't know. Like start with some flowers, maybe even." And then he asked his cleaner what flowers he, sh- he should get, and she said roses. And he got the grossest bunch of fake roses in the grossest pot I've ever seen in my life and that was all he did I couldn't believe it this is a man after my heart oh right because on realizing that you are terrible Mm. you outsource these things yeah him asking his cleaner was the right way to go in fact he should have gone a step further and say can you pick it for up for me it must be nice for you because you could stay in any hotel and be happy if you don't care about the decor. You just stay like in the worst places on the right when you're touring. Also, I went to boarding school. <laughs> I went to boarding school where you have you're literally in a cubicle like a prison yeah. cell. So I think it's from that. It's it just becomes a place where you sleep. I don't know. But we're also different, and that is the rich, beautiful tapestry of life. But I will t- I will send you some things on Instagram about colours and um, <laughs> because colours influence your mood. They, they do. This is why my mother changed things and mm. added a carpet and because it did look like a hotel room yeah. until my mother stepped in. But then after my mother, it stayed how it was. I've not personalised it at all. Yeah, <laughs> lovely little mummy's boy. But at least you don't still have mother in the cupboard, so that's quite something. That's nice. <laughs> that's um, is Amanda Holden nice? Well, she was absolutely lovely. I spoke to her like one or two times during the pandemic. Uh, she, I mean, we stayed in touch, not like we talk all the time, but yeah. like you know, Christmas or the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. And she was absolutely lovely and so enthusiastic, which is always great. So we can forgive her for the whole Les Dennis debacle, can we? 
I am not aware of that. I see. I barely read the the tabloids. I don't know the the British thing. It was so long ago. It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know them. I'm sure they're both very lovely, and uh, marriages break down. It's just very funny to like sort of not forgive someone you don't know for divorcing someone else you don't know. <laughs> in oh, it's so funny. It's also interesting how passionate people get. Yeah. Over like. Especially when it's like, you know, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jennifer Aniston. And there are people who hate Angelina Jolie to this day. And I'm just like, you don't know any of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, now she's asking. Are you a huggy guy? This is the interesting thing is I take my cue from the people I'm with. Yeah, yeah. Because people have such different boundaries. Because I have a friend who literally, when we meet, we're like glued to each other. Aww. And then I have another friend who once was tripping over and I literally put my arm around her to catch her. Yeah. And she was very uncomfortable Ooh. with that. Okay, yeah. And felt that my hand lingered too long. And it's just one of those where there are people who... Do not touch me. Stay away from me. Yeah. And there are people who, the moment they see you, they're like flop all over you. And, and so I am happy with both. I love being touchy-feely. Mm. But again, I, I take my cues from the person that's, I'm with. That's a safer way to be in these times, in these prickly old times. <laughs> Before those times, I think the thing is, because I'm indifferent, yeah. I can bend to whatever you like. If I haven't hugged you, I won't be depressed. Yeah. And if I have hugged you, I will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a romantic guy? Are you with anyone? Rude question. I'm currently not strictly with some. Go on. <laughs> I date. I have people I date. People he dates. But it not, nothing's been upgraded. Look, I can't, I, I can't explain my complicated mm. situation. <laughs> and why is that, would you say? I think that over the years, my life has led to unconventional couplings. I didn't seek them out. It's just the people I met. And, you know, I'm always traveling, which is one limitation. And then I'll fall for someone who's, you know, uh, got a kid and lives very far from me. Then what ends up becoming the relationship is very unconventional. Yeah. But then again, the more I speak to people, no one has a normal relationship. It's a myth. Yeah. And also, I think you're attracting what you need at the time. Do you know what I mean? Because when you say like, oh, yes. I didn't choose to meet these people, but something in you definitely is choosing that because something to, you're getting yes. something from it, either a degree of independence, which you need at that time or, you know, whatever. Yes. Because I would always attract in fuckboys and <laughs> before and that is because that's what I needed mm -hmm. at the time not a needed but I was like I couldn't say so you're you're a bit of a fuckboy I <laughs> like like, no. like a, a, a sweet one <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like there's no lying yeah I'm honest personally I don't think it's about what you do yeah it's about how honest you are about what you're doing to each partner you have for sure my problem is with with deception not necessarily how much uh, fun people are having. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Go on, take us back then. History, the past, memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't it good? <laughs> Instant coffee, is it the war? It's not the war, is it? What was your family like? My family, interestingly, very close, very close-knit, even though often we were scattered around the world by necessity because of being a refugee and then my dad being a diplomat. And so we'd be scattered around the world and then we would meet. When we meet, it's really like a grand celebration because we don't see each other all the time. Like I'm going to Malawi in two weeks. I haven't seen my family like a year and a half Whoa. because of COVID. And so it's it's going to be great. And my favorite day is the day you get home because the first night and the first dinner is like a storytelling night oh. because everyone's sort of telling what they've been doing. And I think I'm a comedian because I come from a family of storytellers. Yeah. Everyone's loud and tells stories with animation and voices and oh it's a, it's a, it's absolutely fantastic oh wow and uh what was it like growing up in malawi when at the time when you were 11 and lived there so what happened was is we had a dictator called kamuzu banda yeah and my parents fled malawi because of that yeah i was only able to go back into malawi when the dictator left fucking hell. and that was when i was around 11 yeah and then I was coming back to my home country, even though I'd never been there. Wow. As a kid, you don't realize these things. You don't realize it's odd that you've lived in seven countries. Yeah. It's only when I'm an adult and you start comparing notes that you're like, oh, I had a weird upbringing. What's Malawi like now? Is it beautiful? Malawi is beautiful, very poor extremely poor. Yeah. Uh, whenever people are looking for a place to go in Africa, I'm like, Malawi is lovely, it's safe, it's peaceful, but you've got to bring your own entertainment because <laughs> we haven't necessarily got all the developed. We've got a beautiful lake, but they're not people on parasailing. Do you know what I mean? It's It's got the nature, but then you've got to bring some uh, creativity to well, it. Well, that's why you're so good at storytelling. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's also, it's a very storytelling nation. I think some cultures are more into storytelling than others like scottish is a is an mm. example where people are very big storytellers and again malawi is a very storytelling culture oh this is the other thing there's people always say there's no hurry in malawi right so you could be walking down the street you run into someone and hello takes 20 minutes yeah it's not just hey hey and you move on you stop and you talk and they tell you what's been going on and you tell them what's been going on and that is one thing i miss with the pace of life in England. Yeah, especially London. Yes, 
people have no time to listen to your stories. <laughs> they yeah. want the captioned version. <laughs> Headline, yeah. if anything. Headline. And then be off. I was just thinking when you're saying that, oh, that sounds lovely. I'd fucking hate it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I've got no patience. There was a girl. She's a really nice girl, but we were at this weekend. So we kept like bumping into her and she would just talk about nothing and there were three different times where I just walked away from her. And my friend was like, you can't just walk away from someone. And I'm like, yes and no, you know. Oh, but you see, the problem there is not that she's a storyteller. The problem is that yeah. she's a bad storyteller. storyteller. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, there are yeah. people who who go off on tangents and people whose lives are petty, but they think it's so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about good storytelling. Also... Malawi's poor. There's a lot of struggle. Makes for good stories. Yeah. <laughs> People don't have nonsense problems. It's an actual problem they're telling you about. Yeah, flipping out. What does your dad do then? He a lawyer? So he's now a politician. So he was a lawyer, worked for the UN, retired, and then didn't stay retired, and then ended up becoming a politician. And now, is he one of the dictator ones, or is he from a different sort of school of thought? No, he's not. <laughs> If he was a dictator, I currently would be in a five-star hotel. Oh, yeah. You can tell from the fact that I am in a little holiday inn that my dad is not representing Mugabe style. Yeah, that's nice. What's his vibe then? So right now, his party is not in power. So they used to be in power and mm. he was a minister, but now his party is an opposition. Uh. But he is the representative for his region. And weirdly, I was talking to him about it, he almost feels that you can get more done in small government sometimes than in big government. Wow. Because when you're in power, there's so much to do and so many obstacles. But when you're just focusing on this area needs wells, yeah. this area needs a better road, it's tangible and achievable. Well, that's nice that he's making a difference. Do you sometimes worry? I sometimes worry about comedy. I'm like, oh dear, we're not making much of a difference here. I say much, I mean any. <laughs> I think we make loads of difference. Go on. Wow. Because I think this is a thing. Comedy, it has so many ripple effects. First of all, there's just the, in the moment, I'm having a bad day. I laughed. I feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Right? But even then, like the things which you talk about get into people's minds in a way that other things don't get it. Yes. Right? Like, for example, if I gave a speech about racism yeah. to a bunch of racists, they're not listening. But if it's hidden in jokes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes it gets in. Like my radio show, I've got emails from teachers who now play episodes oh. of it to kids because it talks about slavery and stuff, wow. but in a funny, approachable way. That's amazing. Now, I'm not saying all comedy. Of course, there's comedy which is just mean-spirited. Yeah, but yeah. I think that the best of comedy is transformative. Oh, my God. I love that. And I also just think of comedy that helped me get through things. Yes. Right. Yes. I was a very unhappy kid. And then, you know, discovering funny books was an escape. And, you know, the first time I saw Eddie Murphy's Roar, that was like a wonderful escape from being bullied. And stuff. I mean, comedy is amazing. That's why I've dedicated my life to it. Why are you so positive, do you think? I think it's partly because I will admit that I've had a sort of blessed life. And I think that I've been in difficult situations, but I was always adjacent to them. So I've been in a country which was in a war, but I was in a nice house looking at the people struggling. Uh, and yeah. yes, my family was trying to help because he was in the UN, but it's very hard to become negative 
if you are like, you realize you're privileged all the time. Yeah. And then it's also, I think I grew up with really good, supportive people around me. There was always laughter. Yeah. And I always find it interesting when I meet cynical, bitter comedians, because I'm like, but we live in laughter. Mm -hmm. How can you not be happy? Yeah, I guess they might not have been so lucky, maybe. But yeah. Yes, it's true. But I also think it's like we, we all get our humor from different places. Yeah. What I can't do. I can't roast. I didn't realize this, but I was asked to audition for this like comedy roast battle thing. And I realized that my comedy cannot be in insulting someone. I yeah. can't, I just can't, it's not me. Yeah. But you can turn it on its head because we didn't want to do that. Me and Luke did a roast battle and we were like, well, we don't want to be mean. So we did this thing where I had this whole narrative going through it where I like accused him of different things, which were all quite silly anyway. And then at the end, it turned out like I was in love with him. Like it was obvious that I'd done those things or. Uh, a different thing. That's lovely. Yes. Something like that. But it is that thing. It's like, I'm too happy and positive yeah. for roasting. I mean, I could roast someone I love mm, mm. in like the sort of best man kind of way. And I think that's how roast started. If you go back to watch those early roasts of like the Friars Club, you know, Robin Williams roasting Richard Pryor, it's all very friendly and very light, yeah, yeah very, yeah. Uh, not very cutting. Yeah. And then somewhere it became, say, the most unacceptable thing. And that's not me. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. I think that's enough. Okay, do you have anything to ask Psychic Sue? Psychic Sue. Mm. Uh, I would like to ask Psychic Sue when... Will I find true love? Oh, Let's go big. Yeah. Let's go big. So you do want to find true love. Of course. I found it before. Yeah. It's just when will I find it again? What happened with the last one? The last one was bad timing ah. and misadventure. You know, bombs were involved. Like literally my dad's office blowing up and me being stressed by my dad being arrested and not being able to be available emotionally oh my gosh. while she had other stuff going on, which meant that she couldn't be and that there. And wh why was your dad arrested? Oh, my dad's a politician. So he yeah. was arrested, suspected of corruption. He was found innocent of all charges. And when you look back at it, you realize it was a very clever strategy oh. because... The trial went through the election period Fuck. and then they just kind of stopped caring. Oh, and it my kind of fizzled gosh. because it had done what it was meant to do. There's so much corruption. It's insane. At least he wasn't corrupt on the upside. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Um, okay. It says, yes, soon about true love. Great. And usually they put three dots and it's got two. So I think it'll be sooner than we think. It's imminent. <laughs> it's just around the corner. <laughs> What's your type? Passionate talk way too much, often troubled, ah. often artistic. Yeah, I know exactly the type. Okay. I'll keep my little spies open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't ask you again, but I'll tell you who will. It's Anand Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Anand Button. Now Anand Button wants to ask a question. Okay. Do you know him? I do not. He's like a social thinker. What mistakes do you wish you could go back and correct? Oof. It's very interesting because I love my life. Mm. I even love the painful bits. 
which have led to some of the positive things now. But what I wish is, I wish I could go back and not hurt some people who I hurt. Yeah. I don't mind that I went through the bad experience, but then I do think it's kind of sad that I hurt that person. Yeah. It's almost like I wish I left less damage in my wake. Yeah. But maybe it helped them be... It all helps get you on course of what you do want. So I don't know. Oh, I've, I've, I've thought of another one. When I broke up with an agent. Oh, go when on. When I, I left yeah. an agent, it was terrible. I was very mean about it. It was very terrible. And again, I would go back and do it more professionally because yeah. it got so hurtful. Because they didn't want me to go, said you can't go, and then I became mean. Mm-mm-mm. And I wish I hadn't. I wish I had Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. There are moments where I feel like there was unnecessary violence and unnecessary yeah. emotional violence on my part yeah but you're not born a swan you change into a swan this is true from a little baby duckling <laughs> cuddle recipe number 101 take two arms and wrap them around something and don't let go unless the person asks you to let go or animal okay best worst or weirdest cuddle Best one was like an all-night cuddle. What? Like, no, nothing sexual, just an all-night cuddle. What do you mean nothing sexual? That doesn't make sense. It was a close friend of mine yeah. who was going through a bad oh. time, and we just chatted and cuddled the whole night. Oh. Like, it was quite intense. It was interesting because it was a different key of the the piano than what usually happens when you're cuddling Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can stop it, can you? Sometimes you can stop the energy being like that. Yeah. And because we weren't that to each other. Yeah. Still support and affection and all those things, just minus one bit. (laughs) Yeah, that would be the king cuddle. King cuddle. Yeah. I suppose if you've got your trousers on. Yeah, look, you have thoughts. You have (laughs) thoughts. Of course you have thoughts. But there's a matter of what you, you, you know you are to each other. But then I think you can manipulate the energy a bit. Like, because if you go down that rabbit hole, sometimes the energy takes hold that it's quite sexual and you can feel it in the air. And you're thinking, well, can they feel that? Because I can feel that. But sometimes you can put the kibosh on it. Well, you always can put the kibosh on it. That's the thing. I often put the kibosh on it. Yeah. When you're in bed with your mother, for example, you can put the kibosh on. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There are loads of situations where you just kibosh it. I've like, okay, let's say 70% of my friends are female. Yeah. And I do not have relationships with all of them. So I kibosh it all the time. But then even though you can kibosh it, I still wouldn't let my partner sleep in the bed with a woman. Like even if they were just friends. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe I have polyamorous tendencies because I don't think that I want to be everything to one person. Really? And I don't think they could be everything to me. So if they have an intimate friend who they don't sleep with, but it's very affectionate and tender, I actually think it makes our relationship better. Oh my God. I want to be all things to everyone. (laughs) I understand wanting it. I just, I don't think it's possible. The only way I would let my boyfriend sleep in the bed with a girl is if they were... Well, there's no nice way of saying this because we're all beautiful and we're all God's children. But they'd have to be the ugliest girl that I'd ever set eyes on. Really? No, no. It's really interesting because there's a big difference. You know, well, I know which of my friends' partners are actual 100% friends. Yeah. And I know which ones... There's a little something. You know it. And so it's always like, hug Brian as much as you want, 
but stay away from Idris. (laughs) Interesting. There's a section called Nice Advice. Um, Is there any way you can just, like, shit out anything for that? It's just for advice. Nice advice. Okay, what do you think life's all about? That's the last one. I think life is about laughter, Mm -hmm. right? It's about enduring things and then laughing about it. It's that sort of like looking back on moments and transforming them. That is a lovely answer. There's some people in life who, like, they don't really care about laughing. I've met a couple of them and they're just like, oh, well, there's one girl and she was saying what she was looking for in a partner and she didn't say humour. And I was like, don't you care about sense of humour? And she's like, no. I was like, what? How are you living? And also I would meet that person and I'd be like, I have no chance because I've realised my my sole technique is to last people into bed. That's my one move. I'll keep you laughing until you like me enough to overlook other issues. <laughs> but then when you're in bed, there has to be a point where they're not laughing. Oh, no, no, of course, of course. But imagine they get into bed, they look at you and then they're laughing. That's not good. They're <laughs> still laughing. That would be dreadful. <laughs> I'm just saying that you remember those old Top Trumps cards people used to have? Yeah. I know very well that I've got on my Top Trumps card humor is very high. Yeah. And then there are a number of other things people look for in a partner, which are very low. But as long as I can keep them looking at the humor, I'm in. Humor and hygiene. That's my top two. (laughs) Humor, hygiene, empathetic, I guess, is is another plus. Okay, are you ready for your cuddle type? Okay. I put all the details into the cuddle calculator. I also want to know who programmed this. Well, it's top engineering. That's all I know. Okay. Okay, fantastic. Well, here's your cuddle type. A sailor. Your sail in the seas of Cadalese. Which does kind of fit because I'm not saying you've got a girl in every port, but you're not doing badly. Two ports. Two ports. But still, still, two ports. But still, it's more than one port. But it's also not 20 ports. No, it's no, manageable. No, no. Yeah, it's manageable. And one day you might just have one with a polyamory is very popular and it is it's very interesting everyone's going towards that yes i said i lean towards it but i i I think pure polyamory is total chaos yeah but comedians love chaos (laughs) oh it makes for good jokes i think you've just got to see where you're at at the time i don't think there's one good answer i suppose it's a suck it and see kind of scenario through the life literally suck it and see but yes All right. Well, it's lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been fun. I didn't know what to expect. Yo, yo, yo. This is the outro. Actually, when you think about it, what a lovely guy, isn't it? Oh, my God. There's a few people that would like to be his wife, I think, actually. He's just a wonderful soul. And if you're thinking, let me see this wonderful soul on tour, well, yes, you go to deliziochaponda.com, which is D-A-L-I-S-O-C-H-A-P-O-N-D-A.com. I hope you got your big bio out for that. And he's on tour right now, so I'm not kidding when I say get your credit cards out also do come and see me on tour i've got a lovely show now oh ben tell them it's a nice show you saw a preview last night you can't put your thumbs up it's a frigging podcast get on here and tell them i'm why no tell them i want them to hear you saying it i can't say i can't say it about myself ben 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 oh my god ben won't come on and play i'm talking to ben now but you can hear this 
Ben, you can't say your own tour is good. Someone else needs to say it's good, Ben. All right, well, do, come, come or don't. I'm not going to bloody whistle for it like a dog, okay? <laughs> oh, you've got to love Ben. He's his own man. He won't do what he doesn't want. He's his own strong man. Strong man? Do you remember strong man? Um, strong man competitions? <laughs> Well, they're still the thing, so you don't have to remember them. <laughs> look them up online, they're still going on. Anyway, look, I'll see you on tour. I'm going on tour. You can't stop me. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.